Get ready to dive into the exciting world of leadership with the energetic trio, Garrett, Gabe, and Matthew. You're tuned into the awesome 412 Leadership Podcast, specially designed for our dynamic younger audience. Here, we're all about helping you, the future leaders, step up and shine. So, hop on board and join our fantastic hosts on this epic adventure as we explore what it truly means to lead like Jesus. Today's episode. What are you guys ready for? Let's for today? do it. Uh, I'm excited for our new setup. We got some new mics. Oh, yeah, yeah. the new uh-huh. setup. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're listening, you can't. But if you're listening, you can probably tell. Yeah. it sounds a, a lot, lot better. better. Yes, sir. Yep. Got Chris Flegg. Got to give yep. a shout out to Chris Flegg. <laughs> My man. Teamed up with him. He got us hooked up. We are so thankful, and this is awesome. We got us a little setup. We can take it on the road too. Yes, sir. We got us something going here. All right. Yep. Well, let's get into it. Let's go. All right. So, Gabe, tell them what we're going to be talking about today. All right. Today's subject is how to become a young leader. And do you want to take us into the first question? Or? I can, yeah. So really today we're just going to be talking about how do you become that young leader. If you haven't, go watch and listen to episode one mm-hmm. of What is a Young Leader? And there we break down kind of what a young leader is Make sure you go and listen to that. Today, we're going to be taking another step and talk about how do we become that young leader. So the first point that we have here is the first step to becoming a young leader is you have to know that you're called to be a young leader. So either you guys can answer this. How do you know that you're going to be called, that you're called to be a young leader? I think you kind of just know. Yeah. Like, like, I want to say it's a talent, but I feel like... Yeah. You, you're called to that. Uh-huh. Like you, you feel yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And Chris Hodges said, if you know, you know. If you so, know, you know. So let's go. You'll know. Like, <laughs> if and, you know. If you know. <laughs> another way that I've heard it say is everybody is called to be some sort of leader. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to my dad yesterday. Uh, we were talking about this episode, kind of breaking it down. He said it this way. John Maxwell says uh, influences leadership no matter what. And he also said it this mm-hmm. way. If nobody's following you, you're not a leader. Mm. So if you're not influencing influencing anybody, you're not a leader. But I think everybody's called to be a leader in yeah. some way, in some yeah, shape form. or form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part of that, kind of know you're called to be a young leader. The second question of that is, why are we called to be young leaders? Like, why does God call us to be young leaders? Well, we kind of covered this last week. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it builds a culture. So yeah, like, for sure. We kind of, I think we went more in depth in episode one. So Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So. I feel like God chooses the ones that have influence on people. Yeah. yeah. So like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You gotta have like that good influence. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you talk about building a culture, you yeah. have to be able to build the next generation. Because I mean, we talked about it last week also in depth. Like, if one generation doesn't have a leader, then it falls on every other generation. Yeah. You have to keep that strong culture going. We talked about that a little in episode one. That's another reason that you should go listen to episode one if you haven't already. Mm -hmm. You'll see the difference in our setup. For sure. Episode one and two. Yeah, so like we talked about, first step of becoming a young leader is you have to know you're called to be a young leader. Gabe, what's our second step? All right, so our second step is you have to accept your calling. Yeah, but you can't hide from it. Like, you you have to go. Like, You, you just have to go for it like you can't go halfway in mm-hmm. you have to go full yeah, yeah. and you yeah. can run from it as long as you want but it's still gonna yeah. be there yeah. 
you hear people all the time talk about like, you know, accept your calling when you know it's there. Like they mm-hmm. talk, they tell you hear stories all the time. Like I ran from it and it just never left. And yeah. it was eventually like, now I know I have to. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. rather would accept your calling now and go through all the good times than have to go through all the bad times to get you to accept your calling. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think it'll be so much more achieving if you actually mm-hmm. went full in and yeah. got to change mm-hmm. something. So, so kind of how do you accept that calling? Like, we talk about going all in, but like, what does that look like? Like, how is accepting your calling? Like, what what do you think that would kind of be? I think you kind of got to pray about it. I mean, mm-hmm. for sure, you don't really. Yeah. I was always taught you don't really make any, you don't do anything big or like life changing without praying about it. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, because God's always the first step to anything. So for sure, yeah, and God will give you that confirmation exactly. through prayer, mm-hmm. no doubt. What do you got? Anything on that or? Pretty much that's it. Just yeah. praying about it. That's like Just the biggest thing it. you can do. Accepting your calling, yeah. Yeah. Another thing is what does accepting your calling mean? Like I get we already covered it, going all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accepting your calling means that you've decided like that you're gonna go all in and you're gonna go just full on out for being that young leader and being that good influence on the people around you. That's what it looks like. It's just going all in. It doesn't have to be anything special, really. There's nothing. Other, there's nothing to it other than going all in. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to do anything special, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important. So that's what we got. So we got number two, your step to becoming a young leader. Second step is you accept your calling. Matthew, give us the third step. Third step is surrender your plans, and that's a hard one. Yeah, that's <laughs> very the- hard. <laughs> uh, so. Well, I know we all have like personal stuff for this, but we yeah. like we kind of go into that in this question. What does surrendering your plans mean? I think it means whatever plans that you have set up for your life, your dreams, whatever you l- want to be when you're older, you just completely get rid of it, throw it away, focus on God's plan. Yeah, but like for me, that was like you know, the last couple months, I want to be like this baseball player, I want to mm-hmm. go play baseball in college, I want to do this and that and then we go to motion conference and Mm -hmm. it's like God's like putting everything on my heart like no you're supposed to do this and so for me it was really just surrendering that dream of I know I want to go do all this but really God what God has for me is stepping into the ministry and being that young leader that he's called me to be and kind of like we're talking about running away from your call and trying to go through your own plans yeah and like if you I guess if you got your dream it'll feel good but it won't fulfill you yeah Mm -hmm. your dream yeah when you do do your calling then you get fulfilled yeah i've heard a lot of stories about that yeah really though just like surrendering surrendering your plans is like you really just have to um give up your dreams Mm -hmm. and uh i've heard it this way like your dreams might be bigger but god's dreams are better Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah like god's plans are always going to overcome your troubles and trials and i think that's really what it is it's just going all in and just really giving up your plans like I know mm-hmm. like we all have yeah. had big dreams and it's like now we've kind of given those up like for me it's yeah. like like I talked about baseball like at this point I know that's not what God has for me and so I still love the game and I'm still going to work hard and play mm-hmm. hard this last year but I know that God has bigger plans for me yeah. yeah second question about surrendering your plans how does that affect young leaders like how does that how does surrendering surrendering your plans affect you in the long run as a young well i think like uh peer pressure and temptation and stuff like yeah your peers are definitely going to try to force you Mm -hmm. to do something uh i can't remember what your dad said this morning but it was like 
you're going to do, if you step out in your faith, there's going to be people that go against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's always going to be uh, somebody or some people that aren't going to like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But that's when you got to pray about and yeah. uh, accept your calling. So Talking about that, kind of like giving in to peer pressure and like settling into what we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew it was somewhere in my notes. I was kind of looking for it. But um, Micah said this at First Wednesday a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's a question that we all should ask ourselves. It's this question, how often do we settle for familiar and miss God's best? Mm-hmm. And it just goes along with what you were just talking about, that peer pressure mm-hmm. and that familiar, familiar, yeah. familiarity. <laughs> it goes along with that. Like you, If you are going to settle for that, you're going to miss out what God's best plans are for you. And that's why it's just so important to really surrender your plans. And I think... You said it perfectly, just peer pressure and yeah. not settling. Is yeah. familiarity a word? Familiarity. Is that even a word? <laughs> yeah, like being like... It's like that, I think it's a word. It's gotta be. It's gotta gotta be. be. Some of these words do not gotta sound like be. words. <laughs> gotta be. Like scrumbunctious? Yeah. How do you say it? Scrumptious? Yeah, scrumptious. <laughs> like that's not even a word. Come on. So what do you have on that? Like how does do you think that affects you, like a young leader? I think just the way that when you were on your own dreams, the way you would wake up and you would be, I'm going to do this, I want to do this. Yeah. And then it completely shifts your perspective sure. and then you're changed your whole plans. Mm-hmm. And now you got to focus on, I'm going to do this for God. I'm going to do this for God. Yeah. It completely changes your whole perspective. And for me, it's like learning to surrender your plans to God helps you in the long run as a leader, because then once you surrender your plans, you're going to be comfortable with surrendering so much to God as you go through your journey as a yeah. young leader. Mm-hmm. And like, you're going to be so comfortable with God shifting things in your life and just going and directing you down different paths. Because once you surrender your plans, it's like now you're like, okay, God, like I know that yeah. what you have is better and I'm going to be able to listen to you easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess that kind of, that'll kind of rub off on people too, like seeing you trust and yeah. seeing and you change you. and seeing... Yeah. Uh, how you're changing and stuff so yeah that kind of ties in on uh how people rub off on you like yeah. we talked about last week that definitely helps us young leaders too mm-hmm. because like that rubbing off is what makes you that young leader and mm-hmm. builds that culture yeah. so that's number three and steps to becoming a young leader is surrendering your plans the fourth one is step into your calling and this is something that really like if it Surrendering your plans is the most important step, I feel like. This one's the next one because Mm -hmm. surrendering your plans and accepting your calling is great, but unless you step into it, none of that really matters. So either of y'all can answer this. Um, How do you step into your calling? Like, What does that look like? Well, I feel like that's a different question for everybody. Like, I feel like it's not the same for anybody. I don't even know what my (laughs) calling is yet. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, but some people are 67 years old and don't even know what they're here yeah. for. Yeah. So I feel like it's all different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got anything? Uh, I'd say just like taking that first initiative, like step, taking yeah. the first step into it, like whatever it is for you, just jumping off the diving board, mm-hmm. just going for it. Yeah. Another thing, I think Chad Veach said this emotion is just keep saying yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like you yeah. have to keep saying yes to God. And that's kind of stepping into your calling. You just keep saying yes to what God has for mm-hmm. you. And the leadership will take care of itself because God will take care of that. You just have to keep saying yes and keep being that good influence. Yeah. And it'll all take care of itself. But I think another thing, like stepping into your calling is just being a servant, you know, being a leader, being involved. Yeah. And like just yeah. being present. 
is one of the most important things. And I think that that's all super important when it comes to stepping into your calling, just being available and being present. I mean, availability is the best ability. Mm-hmm. I think that's just yeah. a good value. So another thing with stepping into your calling is what impact does stepping into your calling make? Like what impact does that make not only on us as leaders, but on the people around us? Well, I think as like as us as leaders, I mean, I think it'll, like we said, it, it fulfills you more than yeah. just a dream. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, that's my water. This I'm, is mine. I, I don't know. I think yours is on the floor, dude. Yeah, that's yours. Oh, dude, I never. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. hilarious. I, I was looking at the beginning. I was like, "Where's my water?" At? That one's yours. Yeah. I drink like five times out of that. That's all right. <laughs> so if we're all sick, uh, you know why. So what were you saying? Uh, I forgot. Um, Talking about impact. Oh yeah, like it'll fulfill you like more. Yeah. Like than your dream, like because that's what you were made for and why yeah. you're here on this earth. So yeah. for sure. I think he said. I think somebody. I can't remember who said it, but he said the best two days of your life is when you're born and the day when you your time. Yeah. 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 You got anything on that? Like how calling impacts us? Uh, I think it doesn't just impact us. It definitely impacts the people you're around, the yeah. people that you hang out with every day. Like, yeah. them watching you step into your calling. Like, I don't know about y'all, but it when I saw my parents step in their, into their calling, it definitely, like, brought me joy. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because those are your leaders. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Or one of your leaders. So, yeah. like, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll impact your life for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's a part of, like, young leadership. Like, stepping into your calling is going to gain you those that influence and following because people are going to see that and they're going to be inspired mm-hmm. and uh you know leadership isn't anything if you're not inspiring anybody like it's leadership is not really there if you're not inspiring others and i think stepping into your calling does that you know you just have that inspiration for others mm-hmm. and just makes them better and makes you a better leader so that's the fourth step of becoming a young leader is stepping into your calling. Sorry, if y'all see us on our phones, we're looking at our notes. Yeah. yeah. We got our notes here pulled up so we don't miss any of the good stuff mm-hmm. that we got down for you guys. So, Gabe, what is our fifth step? All right. Our fifth and final step is live for your calling. That's a, such an important step. Yeah. You want to go in? Yeah. Y'all, y'all want to go in on that? What does it look like? In, out in your whoa living, living out in your column yeah that was such a typo <laughs> yeah we typoed on those guys it says what does that look like question mark in your calling oh I guess that makes sense eh. no no not to me that makes zero sense so Let's b- before that. we do that I'll say living for your calling is also really important I yeah. mean all these steps are important but yeah this one's important too so for sure it's just like you can step into your calling for a couple days couple weeks months but you have to live for your calling yeah. every day. Like, no doubt, it's not just the one and done thing. Yeah. You have to live yeah. for it. I feel like stepping into your calling, like was point four, was like getting started in your calling yeah. and living your calling is reliving your rest of life. Yeah, so that calling. Stepping in is the baby steps, and it's like stepping in is like getting. Well, stepping in is like you're getting on to the highway. Mm-hmm. You got to get up there and step out and drive onto the highway. Living is when you put the thing on cruise control and you're going straight down. Yeah, yeah. The highway, you're headed down. Seat reclined. Yeah, you're headed down (laughs) Kel West. Yeah. You know, cruising. (laughs) That's what living for your calling looks like. We were actually talking about that before we came. Y'all know they have like massage sheets and new cars. 
Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, we talking about that. That's like crazy. Like you're sitting there cruising for the massage. Dude, what if it like hit you in like that funny spot? You're just like, what? Yeah. So. I feel like that's, I mean, <laughs> stepping into your calling is like you're getting out onto the highway, you know, like you're making sure that everything's going right. Yeah. You're taking that step of faith, especially like mm-hmm. really be like your first time getting onto the highway. Yeah, like yeah you're, you're yielding. There, you're, you're yielding, looking around, yeah. and then you get on there, you make that big step, and then you put that baby in cruise control, uh-huh. and you're just like you're just one hand. Cruising, not even actually, an hour. Yeah, hand, uh, foot off the gas, you know, you yeah. got that thing on 65 down Kel, <laughs> and then you get onto the highway, you got that thing on 80, yep. and you're just cruising. 80? Yeah, what kind of highway? What kind of highway? <laughs> talking about an interstate <laughs> yeah not a highway <laughs> highway interstate highway same thing basically mm, i mean yeah, you get the point okay, yeah yeah, yeah you get I the mean, point. but <laughs> but yeah you're uh you know that's what it looks like it's yeah. just yeah. living out like is when you make that full step and you're going on your journey and every day is just you're living you're calling out and i mm-hmm. think you know for us it's like um we we know that we're supposed to this this podcast is us living out our calling for yeah. you guys because we know that we're supposed to help raise up the next generation and help raise the young leaders and so us it, doing this is living out our calling that's what it looks like is just making sure that you're going all in and just you don't stop yeah, yeah. I think we can add a question on here uh, okay I think we can be uh, how can you help somebody live out their calling okay so like that's a good question. Yeah. I think accountability. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. huge, especially in leadership. Yeah, and we'll talk about this another like in another episode for sure about like we'll probably do one soon talking about like uh, what's important in re- leadership, like what is important, and mm-hmm. yeah. accountability is one of if not the most important things mm-hmm. in leadership, and that's kind of how you help those people get to their calling. Is you have to have somebody, you have to be able to hold somebody else accountable. And you also have to have someone holding you accountable. You accountable. Mm-hmm. And for us, like we all hold each other accountable. Yeah. Like we're, that's what we do. And really, you have to be able to do that. And that'll not only help the other person grow, but it helps you grow because they're keeping you in check and you're keeping them in check. You get to make that bond and just give each other feedback. But accountability is so big because it's really just how, like, if you have no accountability, you're going to be like a chicken with a head coat off just running around. You know, yeah, and so I think that's just part of like helping somebody get to their calling is accountability. And you might have more like anything else on like helping somebody else get to their calling. Uh, yeah, just like being accountable for someone. And it's like when someone calls you out for what you're doing wrong, you can't take that. Like Kel said, you know, you know, I remember, yeah. can't take it with an offensive heart. Like you have to understand what they're trying to say, and yeah. like they're just trying to help you. So don't get mad at them for helping you. For sure. Yeah. I probably have something on here about accountability from Chad Beach. <laughs> of course. Let's see. Every episode. Every episode. Every episode, yeah. We're going to have at least, I mean, if you like, if you were like betting on how much we mention uh, Chad Beach on this podcast, it'd probably be at least five times an episode. <laughs> um, but I can't find it. But, you know, just he talked about how accountability is just so important especially for young leaders yeah. because mm-hmm. as young leaders you have to have someone to hold you accountable or else you'll grow too arrogant yeah and i think it's just important and helping somebody like your question was just helping somebody get to their calling i think really it's just being for them step by being there for them step by step and just 
guiding them through it kind of like we had people guide us through it it's yeah. like you have your leaders and you're their leader so that's your job is to just teach them what you've been taught and just help guide them to their calling and really just mm -hmm. the best thing you can do is offer your help and just pray for them and work through mm -hmm. it with them and i think that's the best thing yeah you can do. for sure yeah we forgot to do our icebreaker at the beginning we didn't do an icebreaker we, Should we do an icebreaker? Yeah, it's right an icebreaker. What do we call it if it's an icebreaker at the end? It's not an icebreaker. It's, icebreaker. it's, it's not a, breaking any ice. We already broke the ice. The ice has been broken. Fantasy football broke the ice, but this is new. Another mm. question. Uh, okay. Water breaker. Water breaker? Because it'd be we're water. Or, <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait. We're freezer? Could be like a freezer. We what? broke the ice. Now we're well, freezing it Well, the ice is up. broken. But now, but yeah, but now we're freezing it back up at the back end. Back to solid. Back to solid. So I think it'd be a freezer. Ice maker. Ice maker. Ice maker. Ice maker. Ice maker. Okay. Right. Ice maker. We forgot to do the icebreaker. Here's the ice maker. maker. Okay. Oh, that's kind, that's of clean. kind of clean. That's a bar. You got anything? Uh, if you can meet one person, who would it be? Dead or alive? Well, I, I would, usually I'd say Rich Wilkerson Jr., but we met him in July. That was the greatest. He called us his home dog. Yeah. yeah. That was the... Dude, coolest thing. <laughs> I know. He was I like think. so cool. He sat there and talked to us for a minute. He too. almost yeah. dropped his drink. Yeah, I was going to put my arm around him and I hit his drink and it almost fell out of his hand. That was yeah, like guys, the most embarrassing. Rich Wilkerson Jr. is basically our dude. Yeah, <laughs> our dude. If I can meet one person though, hmm. dead or alive? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Or not even real. Not even real. real. I mean, obviously, Jesus would be my number one. Yeah. Well, yeah. But but like us. So yeah. dead or alive, other than Jesus. Okay. Um, <laughs> Deion Sanders. What? For real? Deion Sanders. That's a. Hey. Why? Yeah. Why him? Because like Deion, like he's like the antics. Like he's hyped up all the time. Like he's really chill. He's laid back, and he's also like a genuinely good guy. Like he's. Uh, I feel like he'd just be fun to be around. Like. All right. Have a person you can like hang out with. Okay. It seems like that that's a big guy. I was not expecting that at all. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Gabe? I don't know. You answer. I'm still thinking. I want to do Gru from the Despicable Me movie. Steve Carey or Steve Carell? Or like the real the, the real Gru. Gru. Like with yeah, with the, like the actual Gru, like yes. not even yes. Steve Carell. Like I want to go into the Minion movie, bro. And me, Gru. Would you be a Minion? Or would you just be yourself? Would you be Matthew? A... No, I'd be a minion. I'm literally a minion now that I think about it. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabe. Gabe, what's your um, I don't know. I feel like it'd definitely be like a football player. What? Like, I'm, I'm just thinking of who. Tony Romo's up there just because I grew up watching him. So... Probably, yeah, Tony Romo. Tony Romo. Yeah, bro. Or like Des Bryant. Des yeah. Bryant. Des Bryant. Antonio, I think I would see Des Antonio more Brown. than... Is he... Yeah. Yes. Man, not, not Antonio <laughs> Brown. Yeah, no, Guys. Like, probably Des Bryant, yeah. Des Bryant. All right. Des Bryant, Deion Sanders, and Grew. Grew. That's such a random name. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Actually, like, SpongeBob. Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. That's, that's I'd want to meet SpongeBob. Okay. Lightning McQueen. Would you be a car in the like? There, there's yeah, no humans be, in the car in the movie. Yeah, you'd have to be, a, have car. To be a car. What kind of car what would you be? Yeah. You gotta think though. This is like 2006, so they got like some old school. Some like Camaros. Yeah, it'd have to probably be a Camaro. <laughs> Why? 
They, I mean, they, they don't have like yeah the stuff we have now. Like, you can it's be like a minivan. A minivan. A minivan, like the one that drives by when he's like paving the road. Yeah. I'd be a forklift. Oh, that's a good one. Just cause I'd be like Guido's partner, like the when he flips the tires, like the last race, oh, yeah. like three two seconds. Yeah. Like, let me run it with Guido. Why are, you, are you talking about when he throws him up? When in he the throws him up, and he's like, like <laughs> <laughs> "Yes, dude, uh, yeah." Cars is my favorite childhood movie. Like, really? I love Cars, dude. I've watched Cars three like a lot. Like, three, even older. <clears throat> I watch like all of them. I'll, I'll sit down and watch. You know what movie's super underrated? What? what? Moana. No way. My nephew watches that all the time, and it is amazing. I love it. Moana. Wow. You know why? Why? Because The Rock. The Rock's in that movie. The Rock? He's not in the movie. Actually, He's yes, like, he is. His character in the movie is literally him. Okay, I think, I, could, I think I'm going to have a new answer for a person I want to meet. Pat McAfee. Yeah, 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 I don't even yeah, know, I don't know okay. to be honest. He, he's, uh, he used to punt in the NFL. Now he works for ESPN. And, uh, that was loud. <laughs> yeah, that was loud. Computer just rebooted, guys. <laughs> now, though... He works for ESPN, and he's, like, on college game day, and, like, he has his own show on ESPN. He's the funniest dude on ESPN. Like, like if you just – if you're – people watching will know who Pat McAfee is. No. I would want to meet Pat McAfee. I'm pulling up a picture. Pat I, McAfee is one of the most hilarious sports industry people I've ever seen in my entire life. Pat McAfee. Pat. American sports analyst. Look, he is hilarious. Let me see a picture. This guy. Is he like... Oh, my gosh. He's kind of ripped. Yeah, he used to play in the NFL. Dude, he's the funny... One of the funniest guys. Like, if you're watching, you probably know who Pat McAfee is, and you would probably 100% agree with me because Pat McAfee is a dude. He's my guy. I would... I thought Rich Wilkerson was our guy. Well, he's like... Hey, we can he have two guys. Guy. We have two guys. All we have right. multiple guys. The, if, like, so my top two would be Dion. That's my water again. Oh, my God. I <laughs> no can't way. <laughs> No, my top, my top two would be Deion Sanders and Pat McAfee. That that'd be crazy. Mine's Gru. I'm still sticking with Gru. Gru. SpongeBob and Des Bryant. All right, I have a icebreaker. Another one. Yeah. Go. If you could have any car, bro, I want a Tesla. Tesla. For sure. It's That's so like overrated. I don't know. Teslas are not, not overrated. Honestly, but give, me, give me a Lambo. Really? A Lambo. I feel like it's probably like a gen- generic answer, but like. Those are. I saw one when I went to Galveston. I saw two. Galveston got the Lambos, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we actually live in Galveston. Those were our Lamborghinis. Yeah. <laughs> we actually drove them here. Yeah. We come to Wichita every day. What about you, Gabe? Mm, like a 2017, 2018 GTR. GTR? Everybody wants a GTR. No, I love GTRs, hey. bro. Everyone wants a Tesla, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, Teslas are so cool. You know what? Oh, it drives by itself. Yeah, it does. (laughs) What if I like driving? Yeah, what if I, like, actually enjoy it? Then why do you have the cruise control on? Because you got to... Because then your foot gets tired. You're driving for a couple hours. Yeah. But you're not even driving at that point. Yeah, we still got to steer. Yeah. You're going to trust a machine with your life. Don't we do that every day? Like, if How? we go to the hospital? Oh, I don't think I go to the hospital every day. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if a machine... Why are the doctors there if machines are in the hospital? Yeah. 
All right, let's move on. All right, yeah, guys. Okay. <laughs> Ice makers. We had a couple of today. All right, so closing thoughts. Do we uh, have anything? Obviously, let's go over these one more time. If you're taking notes, uh, here's your five steps to how to become a leader if you're taking notes. One, know you're called to be a young leader. Two, you have to accept your calling. Three, you have to surrender your plans. Four, you have to step into your calling. And then the last one is you have to live for your calling. Yes. yes. Those are your five steps on becoming a young leader. And really just, you do those five things, not only will be you become a young leader, but you'll become more devoted and yeah. you'll find yourself growing. Mm-hmm. And it, it really, it just helps you in the long run a lot. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what we wanted to throw to you guys today. Yep. Uh, we had a lot of fun. You guys got any final comments? Yeah, I mean, uh, comment how you think the sound sound does it sound better yeah, yeah. comment on the new setup do y'all yeah. like it how about the, the headspace is it better yeah we <laughs> we got a lot of comments about us like they yeah. could just see the ceiling and they're like should we give a couple shout outs to some listeners oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to, to the listeners? let's go to the spotify and look at the uh <laughs> q a replies so first chris fag chris flag obviously Fague. our guy yeah yes set up we already just up with the setup just up shout out to him uh shout out to my cousin rayleigh in Canton, she listens about three hours away. Uh, here's our three responses on the Spotify from the last poll. Make sure you go back and answer that. It was yeah. uh, what topic should we discuss in the future? We're gonna be getting to some of these really soon. Shout out to Connor Killian, Emma Flippin, and then Stephanie DeWitt. Shout out to you guys. We appreciate you yeah, guys yes. listening. Thank you. Also, shout out to my boy Drew Haston, my guy listening. Uh, we got a lot of shout-outs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want another shout-out, answer the Q&A on this episode. It'll probably be something like uh, another one of the questions, like what do you want us to talk about mm-hmm. or what – just a generic question. Yeah. But answer it, and you might get a shout-out in the yeah. next episode. So final comments for today. We love y'all. Yeah. We, love we love you guys, you guys so yeah. much. We're Thank y'all for watching. Really yes. excited. Uh, episode two, How to Become a Young Leader now officially ended episode three on the way next week so be on the lookout we will see you guys later see you bye